like we always do about this time. Why Morning show that caffeine. Doctor tell him I'm sick, need the vaccine. Call him top shotter. Down at Fiji drinking copper. It's nothing to push your bands like Spraga. Rhea, she can tell you. Smooth like a smooth real soon. On his heads like Vidal Sassoon. Don't be a bad boom, you freaking monkey. Going apes for this bread as bananas on me. Hey, shouts to Ron C. They gon' see you in a minute. I'm popping like a Xanax. Watch me like a Zenith. Menace, but only with this rap thing. Get it, live it. Goons get the simmy. Rep the go so I get the ribbon, thing go brick, brick, brick. That's my money machine. Excuse me, Martin Luther, hey, I am living my dream. Just in a different world, you can call me Kadeem. Uh, I'm about nothing but cream. Uh, kids told me rap belong to the team. Uh, West Coast, nothing in between. Uh, but me and her legs, so drop dead. Heard what I said. If you ain't rocking with the coast of Watt City, uh, off with his head. Now I'm to the bank laughing. <laughs> Kanye love it how I'm in my Kardashian. Oh, my Kardashian is. Standing horse, my Ferrari is. Hey, they sleeping on him. I'm Captain Z's, Bugatti Lambo, ish on him. <laughs> Lucas Cash on sticks. Don't matter anyway. Hey, we run this shit. You know what time is. Hold on, Smoke D, I forgot. <laughs> I keep forgetting that I have... What I keep forgetting that I have a new instrument. You know, I was so used to the whistle. But yeah. you know, I just got off a tour. Um, right. My kazoo tour has started. Oh, yes. I'm not in a lot of major markets, as you know, Q-Nice. We're kind of doing like the... The D and E markets, but you gotta crawl before you walk. Exactly. But exactly. you know, I'm having been, fun though. <laughs> had a sold out show yesterday. Four people sold that mug out. Yes. <laughs> and you can't be more in the shows in the Yay! building. Yes. It's your boy DOC. Of course, I have Smooth D on the ones and twos. You oh, got no, actually, you're not DJing today. You're right. just man in the boards. I have DJ Q Nice on the ones mm-hmm. and twos. Yes, sir. Oh man, you know. First of all, I appreciate my AM Cafe Morning Show crew getting up at 6 in the morning. This ain't no punk. It ain't no punk. That's right. And uh, you guys are looking at me some kind of way because of the attire that I have uh, on today, right? I am. I am. There's a reason for that. You're looking at me like I just came out of the uh, fish that saved Pittsburgh. Shout out to our old school movie. <laughs> Shout out Dr. J. Shout out Julius Irving. Thought he was the ref. Right. So let me explain to you the reason for my... Uh, my attire today, uh-huh. please do, has a lot to do with our um, special in studio guest today. Oh uh, yeah. So again, you know, I always kind of say this when we have guests that 
here at the AM Cafe Morning Show, we like to have um, guests that we're fans of, or guests that we really appreciate their work, or we've kind of seen their journey. And, you know, I I never want to be, you know, forced to have to interview um, certain go. folks. No, what? <laughs> Here we go. What? Go, I mean, keep going. You keep think going. I'm going to throw go. some shade on somebody? Uh-uh. I'm not going to do that today, dude. Not with my special guest. I'm not going to throw no shade today. <laughs> so the reason for my attire, what I have on today is the official okay. Biff 10 Records wow. uh, clothing line. That never uh-huh. actually made it to and ne- <laughs> it never made it to retail outlets. It never made it to Ross or Marshalls, but it was still top seller at Motown Records. There you go. Now my guest today, I have known her for a minute. Hold on, Shorty, because I'm gonna get I'm gonna bring you in right, Shorty. I'm gonna uh-huh. bring you in right. We go way back to working together, and mm-hmm. I never knew. The talent that this young lady had when we would sit in her office and just talk about everybody. Wow. Well, maybe she didn't, but I did. <laughs> Fast forward to 2016. I'm doing radio, and she's my special guest, Yvette Nicole Brown, Mother Effort. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? You know, listen, I heard the Ronnie DeVoe. First of all, it's very early. So listen, we appreciate you coming. When I tell you, I rolled out and just came. But this is the thing. I heard the Ronnie DeVoe interview uh, intro. Yeah. And I was sitting here waiting. I was like, you got to come correct. Yeah, you came correct for Ron DeVoe. Like, you got to come correct. So I was just sitting here watching you. And I was also making sure you didn't say how long we've known each other. Right, because I I didn't want to put. I was like, listen. No, I didn't want to put. That's why I almost blew the intro. I was like, wait, what you doing over there? Wait a minute. I I know how it goes, Yvette. Come on, man. Because you still look 21 years Thank old, as far you. as I'm concerned. Thank you. You know what I mean? It. So I understand how it goes yeah, in this Hollywood thing. Yeah, we don't thing. play that game. Yvette <laughs> Nicole Brown. Man, let me tell you, you have seen her. Like, I knew she arrived when I seen her on Curb Your Enthusiasm. To me, I was huh. like, okay, that was like the pinnacle when I saw her. I was, And even though, Yvette, your role in it wasn't huge, but... But the sh- but that show to me is just so it's fly. It's a dope show. I was I looked at you in a different kind of way. I'm gonna say you know I kind of put you up there way way up there a little bit with like Cicely Tyson. Wow, <laughs> that was Cicely. Yeah, I put you with Cicely. Dang. Yeah, right. that's, that's one of the first things I ever did. That's, Shout that's out dope. to uh, Miss Dyer, uh, Jane Pittman. Yes. I go way back. Don't yes. trip. Thank you there. Too nice. Yes. <laughs> so Yvette, the fact that you're here today, you know, I've been trying to get this interview for at least. Four years, you know, like it has wow. not been four it years. Been four? It is not. Not four. It's been about four months. It has not been four years. Oh, not four don't years. even try it. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do put a whole bunch on that. Don't do that to me. I did about because four months. I almost had Hillary Clinton. You did. I was like, uh, I'm trying to get event. So you know, we're working out the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> then Shell Obama now I shut everybody yes, down for yes, Shell Obama, and you right? Should, and you should. She texted me this morning, said she was gonna I was like, it's too late, Shell. <laughs> Yvette's coming today, <laughs> baby. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. So Yvette is our special guest today on the AM Cafe Morning Show. Hold we're up, just though. gonna we're like, gonna talk what what, what you Yvette, need to Did you notice he calls her Shell? I did notice right, that. Right. I, I mean, I don't know how Barack, uh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. President feels about that, our beloved POTUS. Oh, Bino, what's up? Oh, Bino's? <laughs> he's Bino? That's okay. a, we on B and Shell status. As long as Bino's that you call his wife Shell, then that's, hey, hey who am I? Who yeah. am I? You didn't know that? Hey, carry on, brother, Check carry on. Carry on. <laughs> so today with uh, Yvette, man, we're just going to talk about 
her journey, man, because I think it's really fly that I've actually I seen it like before my eyes huh. and had no idea the talent that she had. So I want to just talk about, you know, where she's come from to where she is today and all the things that she has achieved. Wow. AM Cafe Morning Show's in the building. So Q nice. What up? Give me a little mix. Let's you know, let's get it's it's early, dog. Get and we didn't have, we didn't have no we didn't have no windshields for her today no, no hot chocolate <laughs> or nothing like that so I got some water I got water oh you got that I appreciate it brother and it's unlimited you go to the bathroom turn that faucet off right your hands together right there so refill the least we can do is start off with some dope music AM caffeine morning shows in the building Q nights on the ones and two don't hold on to it events in the building let's go. Your morning started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show.
come give me that booty So you can spend the whole night with MCP I will caress you and rub you like a poutine You gotta promise to give me the booty Come on and give me that break tape by T In a kind of position you have to suit me Hand to hand together you know we will have fun Doing the Uchi Uchi
AM Caffeine Morning Show, DJ Q Nice on the ones and two. Q Nice, I ain't mad. You kind of woke me up a little bit oh, there. Oh, right yeah, then. makes you miss Michael Jackson, though, don't it? Oh, All day. I mean, Michael's geez. with me every day. Every day. I'm like, dag is with me. He's tattooed on my arm, so he's with me. Are you right? Right. Mm-hmm, right there. Sure is. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. AM Caffeine Morning Show, special guest in the building today. The one and only. Yvette Nicole Brown, actress extraordinaire, my <laughs> homie. <laughs> What's up, brother? Before we get into this event, I want to make sure that I say happy belated birthday because your Thank birthday. You. And you know, we shouted, yeah. we shouted Yvette out last we week. We sure did. We shouted that's you out. Up. I know that's you didn't listen, up. so that's why. You, <laughs> that's what, you don't know my life. You, you don't know what I do. You, you didn't listen. Because Still nice. when you saw him, you would say, hey, Doc, thanks for the birthday shout or out. I would just say thank you for the text you sent me saying happy birthday. Like, maybe I'm not Hollywood like that. Maybe. Did oh. I tell you? Did no, I tell you? did not. So again, I said. Because I said in front of millions. All right. Millions? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Was that at the kazoo? <laughs> kazoo <laughs> gathering? <laughs> I ain't hating. I'm just saying. Like, let's wow. Yeah, truth, I, I, put, I, put I put actresses on. Okay, it. I did, it's I did, all right. It's all right. We working on it. I'm just trying to flow with you. I'm just trying to flow with you. Gotta you gotta fake it. You gotta fake it to your face. Understood, brother. Understood. Yvette in the building. So, Yvette, let's get into it. From Cleveland, right? Yes, Cleveland, Ohio. Hey. Proudly. 
so is DJ Q Nice. DJ Q Nice. So I guess you were extremely happy about the Come Cavaliers. Come on, man. I was in tears. Me and my dad were <laughs> celebrating and crying. Really? Yes, it was a mess up. Uh, I was crying that they won, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Y'all can hate it. You can hate it. We needed this. My city needed it. That's right. Y- yeah, they did. We really did. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah. Shout out to Kyrie. That, that's who I roll with. I like, he's dope. I like, no, he's dope too. I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm all for all the Cavs. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm all in. So, Yvette, um, growing up in Cleveland, yeah. did you have aspirations to be in the entertainment industry? I wanted to be a singer because I was a new edition fan and I thought that was the only way I'd get to meet him. So I was like, I gotta be I gotta be the opening act. I got to be, to be on tour. I got to get this together. That's really what you I thought. That's straight up thought is the only way I was gonna meet him. So I was like, let me just be a singer. I mean, I love music. I've always loved music. I grew up like Michael Jackson, all that, Shalomar, all the DeBarge, like those singers. So I mean I was a fan of music, but I the the plan. Right. The reason was to <laughs> was meet new edition. New, new edition. New edition. So, high school was were you singing in Sang choirs all and all qu- that? Choirs from like I think seventh grade on up. Uh, singing groups, the whole shebang, right. all of it. Um, after high school, college, yeah, still was pursuing singing. Still, the, dreamed about it. Like, just didn't think it was going to happen for me. But yeah, it was still an aspiration. But you know, I was in college because I figured that me- that might not work out. Right, <laughs> I'm gonna get something. <laughs> let me just get something. Just something. I got to pay these bills. So let me just try to find something to keep these lights on. So that's why I was in college. But yeah. So you finished college and you studied? Uh, communications. And you finished? Yes. Dang. Smooth, you finished? Yep. Q nice. You finished college? I did. Communications. See, yeah. What's up, brother? Cleveland and communications. Yeah. C&C. Am I the only one that didn't finish and still has a yeah. bill? Yep. What, Dude, those bills. <laughs> I, I realized, you guys see that meme going around with uh, Usain Bolt and it got like three people chasing him? And the three people I posted, the three people are Sally Mae, right. the devil, and your ex. And Sally Mae is closer to catching them than the devil. Than the devil. So Sally Mae is serious. Sally I don't even May. know how I paid off my loans because I was so poor when I moved to L.A., but I right. paid those suckers off. I didn't want them looking for me the rest of my life. Wow. I, I didn't pay mine, and I know. Uh, Man, listen. <laughs> catch me. It's <laughs> um, So now, let's, how do, do you... Go from having the dream of like, you know, I want to be a singer. Yeah. I want to open up for New Edition to then being signed to Michael Bivens from New Edition. Nothing. How does that Ooh, happen? Nothing no- but Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, no, I met, I, I was in college. It was like my freshman year of college and um, BBD was in town. And I was like, and Michael had just done BET with Boys to Men okay. saying he was managing acts. And I told my roommate, I said, he's going to manage me. She was like, Psh. Yeah, get out of here. I was like, he's going to manage me. And um, BBD came through Akron like maybe a wow. month later. And I went to I went to the concert. Right. And then I want to shout out Jeff Dyson because Jeff Dyson was their bodyguard at the time. Shout out, Jeff. I tried to go backstage. He wouldn't let me backstage. But I said, you don't understand. Like, I'm not trying to go for the other reasons that you're trying to get back here. Like, <laughs> I, I just really want to. I'm not no trying ass. to get nobody no ass. <laughs> I'm just really, the, my future's back there. Like, I have right. to sing for Michael Bivens. And so he told me where uh, they were staying. He's like, don't tell. If you get caught, I didn't tell I you. I didn't tell you. But just go. He's oh, like, that's dope, He's Jeff like, Dyson. they're going to be there tonight at some point. So just go hang out in the lobby. And it was actually, fun fact, you guys played MC Brains earlier. It was the same night he met MC Brains. Wow. So he was at, he met MC Brains at like a Denny somewhere in, in Cleveland and then came back to the hotel. And he right. met me and Hayden, who was also in the Shout out same night. 
Same so, hotel lobby. So you were just sitting in the lobby. I just wait, waited. Wait it was like three a.m. He came home, came back, and I was like, I, "Mr. Bivens, may I sing for you?" Mr. So you Bivins, just said, "May I, sing? May I, sing I for followed you. him all through that lobby, and by the time I sang for him, he was so sick of me. He <laughs> let me sing for him, and then when he wrote my number down, he was angry. He right. was like, "What's your name?" Right. I mean, because I literally had followed this man throughout, and he's he's there for other reasons. He was right. like in his twenties. Right. He was trying to hey, he was hey, trying to find his right. evening entertainment, right. and right. I this little right. kid is walking by like, "Can I I'm sing trying, for you?" I'm trying to let somebody sing on another mic. Yeah, another mic, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, oh, I can't believe I got in on that. I feel bad. I feel I feel dirty. But um, yeah, so he called me the next day and said, "I want to manage you," and that's how wow. literally how it happened. Now, yeah. you know, I mean, Michael Bivens has to be like God. Definitely broke the mold with Michael. For real, there for is real. Nobody, nobody on this earth like this dude. Nobody. I can't even find a word to describe Mike because he's his he's so unique. He really is. He really is unique. And if you don't know how to approach him, you don't know mm-hmm. how to communicate with him. He will curve you in such a way. Like yeah. he's He's such a unique guy. But so you know what? I think I think that he respected that I didn't give up. Yeah, like I, I, I've never asked him why he finally let me sing. The thing that because we're both Leo's he and I, and I was I'm very defiant when I when something's unfair. Right. And the way this hotel was set up is like it was like a atrium hotel. So like in the in the lobby, you could see all the other floors. So it was like all open. Uh huh. And so Michael had told me no like four or five times, but then I heard him listening to somebody like on the third floor. So you're like, oh, that's oh, not well, fair. I mean, you're I to bet me. you gonna listen to me. <laughs> so I think it was like he liked that fire that right. I, that I believed in myself enough. And so and he calls you the next, next day, day, and how did you like? When you picked up the phone, he and le- you- no, he left me a message because I I was sad that I hadn't heard. From, like, first of all, the next day is crazy. Like, nobody calls somebody the next day. Right, mm. right. But um, so I kind of was like drowning my sorrows. Went out with my friend. We went to Blockbuster. This is how long ago this was. Right. We went what, to Blockbuster. What's got some Blockbuster? Videos. Right. Stop it, youngin. <laughs> what did you rent? I don't even remember because after I got home and heard the message, nothing else about the day mattered. It was all about so Michael Bivens. So what did Bivins. the message say? Yo. He was like, yo, yo. He, already know. He's like, he yo. starts out every conversation with yo. Yo, this the B.I.V. I'm going to say it like this. That shit. That's cussing. Yeah, please. That shit you sung was dope. You can call me at blah, 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 blah. And I was like, ah! got what, my phone out and just. What did you What did you sing? I sang Go Outside in the Rain by Malira. By who? See? Right. But it was a dope song back in the day. But okay. yeah, I sung that. Um. Yeah, and so he. That so was you it. Called I, him I called him immediately. Called immediately, right? And he was like, you know, I think it was dope. I want to manage you, and it was. It literally was like something that you would see in a movie and not believe that it happened. So what? So what happened next? Um, I think he he started inviting me to things. Like he would invite me to things that boys to men were doing or whatever. Like every time he came through Cleveland, I would see him and. Then you know, got contracts like it's all a blur. I was right. so young, but um, yeah, I was signed to, to Biv Ten. It was Biv Entertainment at first, at first, and right. then it became Biv Biv Records. So is that how Records. you ended up making your way to the West Coast to LA? Yeah, was the first time, I, first time I ever came to LA was because of Michael. We came out here. East Coast family came out here for. Uh, Boyz II Men was doing, I think, the Soul Train Awards or some some something out here, and he brought all of us out so we could just see what it was like. And I remember we went to a party at Johnny Gill's house, and I was just like, "Wow, you couldn't believe it!" No, because I was like literally living my dream. Like I was with New Edition, I was with Boyz II Men because I was a huge Boyz II Men fan too. And um, it was just crazy. So the first time I ever came to LA was because of Michael, and that's when I was like, "I want to live here." Like that was it. I knew I wanted. So when you came, did you go back or you stayed in California? I stayed in California for. <laughs> I stayed in California for about um maybe a month because I didn't want to go back. Right. And this is probably maybe two two years into our the East Coast family thing. Okay. And um because we had already done the song and all this the second maybe it's the second time we came back. It's like again it's all a blur. This might have been the second time we came back. And um I had like 
32 credits left for my degree. <laughs> right. and my mother was like, I bet you you're what you about to, about to do. That. I bet you about to find your way to a plane and you gone. Because right. I had been living out, I was living out here with Val Young and uh, Lady V and, and Tamra. And Tamra. Yeah, I was uh-huh. living with them in the, in, the, in the valley. And my mom was like, listen. Right. So I was like, let me go back. And Mike was like, yo, go back, go get your degree. You know, your, your record deal will be here. And then I went back home, got my degree, and then so, came back and music had changed in that year. Right. So when you came back, so what 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 happened that your project never like it music, never a uh, music changed like uh, I'm a very uh, kind of covered up I'm a I'm a real I'm a good girl right I don't like to be naked I don't like to sing about you know flip right. me over throw me against the I don't you know right. that's not my thing and it was in that year Adina Howard came out oh well, and it was like yeah. and this is yeah and this is before <laughs> and no shade to, to Adina Howard no, but this is right. before like Jill Scott this is before India Ari. This is before Music Soul Child. So in my mind... And that was your... You yeah, said that was your direction. Well, I just what felt like if I'm... I'm not Adina Howard, and it felt like that's where music was going. Right. And I'm like, well, if this is what R&B is now, there's no space for me. Right. So I was like, I'll just work at Bib 10. So I ended so, up working with Michael. So did you have a conversation with him and say, look, this is not the direction that I want to go as an artist? Or no, did it's it so just- weird. It's like we just kind of both understood. Like, he knew who I was. Like, right. I remember we would go. I was. I just saw Boys to Men recently. They did a, an episode of my sitcom on, on CBS, The Odd Couple, Monday nights, uh, 9.30. Um, anyway, they, they did a, they're going to be in the new season of the show. They did an episode. And we were laughing about how when we were in the East Coast family, Mike kept any debauchery. And I don't know what the debauchery was because I was never involved. <laughs> uh-huh. But he literally kept boys to men and me away, away from, from all of it really so he knew who i was right you know uh, i remember there was i was talking to the boys about the guys there was a a party michael was having we were in new york doing the apollo boys to men were doing the apollo and we were all there and i remember calling everybody's room and nobody was in the room and then somebody finally told me everybody's in mike's room so I, i'm going so right. i go and knock on the door <laughs> and mike like cracked it like i don't, I don't know the chain he was like, "What's up?" I was like, "I'm coming to the party." He's like, "This ain't no, for you. This ain't for you." This huh? ain't for you. And I'm like, "Wait, I just saw him. I saw, I saw people younger than me going in. Like, I'm like, but I saw his twelve year old in there. He's like, this ain't, this ain't for you. This ain't for you." And so I talked to the guys, and they were like, "Yeah, we couldn't. I remember that party. We couldn't go in there either." So he kept me away from all of that. Prop, so. Props to him for not. Yeah, you know, he knew for knowing who you were. Yeah, and he knew you who stay I was. There. He knew who so I was. you make the transition from being an artist, and you end up working. That was his assistant. So, so I go from New Edition fan to managed by Michael to then being his assistant. Wow. It's crazy. I know working for Michael had... I, I mean, I know hands... I know that was... That's not... E- he's not an easy dude. Like, he's an easy dude for me. Like, I totally... Michael's not an easy dude, but he's an easy dude for me. For you. Like, I get him. I don't know why. I just always have... have I just understand him. And we fight like... You know, the only bad thing about being his assistant is... I knew him as my manager where I was we were equals like right. I, you know what so I mean now it's like, so okay. now he's over me right. but I'm right. still I still got my mouth right I still <laughs> I'm still thinking stuff is crazy and I'm still speaking my mind right. um, which is what he always loved about me as a human being and now I can't do it cuz he's my boss you're your boss so mm. it's just weird So now you're working for um Michael Bivens yeah. at Motown Records. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Wilshire, Wilshire Courtyard. Dude, right? man, 5750. Was it 5750? 5750. Dang, that was the dopest job. Best job you've ever had. I mean, it's present situation. Absolutely. Best job ever. Everyone that ever worked at Motown co- in that it era. It was a college. It taught me so, so much. Shout out to Vita Sparks. Oh, my who, God, Vita. Who, that's who I, I interned for. And Angela, Angela Golightly. Golightly. Yep. Who looked out for me yep. um, and showed me the ropes. Yeah. So that's how I, I, I made events. So I would go to Biff 10 and we just would hang just out. Because that was the party spot. Yeah. Yeah, Biff 10 was dope. So while you're there, event and you're working, are you like, okay, this is, 
I have to do more than this? Was it so? When, when does the whole acting thing? How does the whole acting um, thing come about? You know, I hadn't given up music for a while. Like I still believe that there was a shot. You know, I was gonna, I'll do my own kind of thing. Um, and it just ne- music just didn't want me. Like I always tell, I talk to kids in schools, and I always tell them like, chase your dreams. But if you running and the dream ain't in the next lane running with you, <laughs> you gotta let that dream go. Like at a certain point, it needs to be chasing you as much as you. You're you know, chasing it. Yeah, and right. and music what didn't didn't want me like that, and so I was like, I gotta shift because again, I gotta pay these bills. Right. So um, I did a gospel play. I toured in a play for a while, and then came back and started doing commercials, and then that led to so sitcoms. Was go- so in the gospel play, were you singing? And I did- sang a little bit in it. Yeah. So was that your first acting? I mean, I acted in in high school and stuff, but um, I kind of never really pursued it. Like, I loved it, but I just was like, ah, because music was my heart. Music is still my heart. Right. Um, And then I just thought, but I'm silly. And so I, and I love commercials. Like, this is so random to say, but I'm a fan of commercials. Right. So I was like, well, I'll just do some commercials because that's fun for me. Right. And it just kind of spun into all this other stuff. What was the first, when was the first time you saw yourself on TV? Ooh, first time Out, outside of music. First time I saw myself on TV uh, was probably the one eight hundred ATT commercial with D L Hughley. That was the first commercial. So I your did. first commercial is with D L Hughley. Yeah. Was that a na- that, so that had to be a national? It was a national. Spot. Yeah. What was that check looking like there? That check was lovely. Right. <laughs> that check was beautiful. This is when you could really like you could buy a house on commercial. Uh, money. Commercial money. Yeah. Right. Woo. It was a long time ago. So then from that point on, you were like, you just started to continually. Do commercials yes. right? Yeah, I would see at one time I seen the vet like you were like on three commercials yeah. at the same time. I did forty five national commercials in about five years, I think. Even let me hold some. I know Dude, that. I, I, know. I, did, I literally bought my first house with commercial money. I really did. Your first house. So you got oh. how many houses? You got? I have one. Ha- I have one house, but oh, I, I, I sold the first one and then bought a second one. So that sounds like she balling out there. No, I'm not. I wish. I wish I had some land. A whole bunch of land out here. So you go from the commercial thing and then. Does it become easier because your face is now recognizable to start trying to read for parts on TV shows? Well, it gets easier because commercials, what people forget is why I tell people that want to be actors, like starting commercials. Commercials, if I do an episode of, I don't know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, only people that watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine are going to see the foolishness that I'm doing in that episode, right? If you do a commercial, that commercial can pop up in the middle of a thousand mm, different times. Anybody could see you. Right. And so I think what happened is some casting directors and some writers and stuff like, who's that black girl? Right. And so I started getting auditions. Like, it was crazy. And I know it wasn't, I didn't have an agent. It wasn't, I didn't have a good agent. So it wasn't like. <laughs> you didn't have a good agent? No, I mean, you can't, you don't start out with a good agent. I had right. a great commercial agent, but my theatrical agent was, was horrible. Was doo-doo. What's, yeah, her, was, what's her name? I didn't say her name, but it wasn't a her anyway. It was a guy, but it was just the oh, agency. Uh, what's her name again? Uh, no, no, no way. No way. No way. She's good. No way. But, um, yeah, it was it was garbage. So I I the first thing I got the first thing I did was girlfriends. I did um I played Tony's sister on Girlfriends. Okay. And that was the blessing of Robbie Reed because I promise you I had no credits and no agent. And Shout she out just Robbie. Robbie's so dope. So she just brought me in for an audition off of a postcard. I sent a postcard in like, hey Robbie, Miss Reed, I, you know. Did she know? But she recognized your face. From I don't know if she did. Really? I don't know if she did. I, I have to ask her. She just literally said there was. She, she's told me through the years that there was just something about my picture. She's like, I'm gonna give this kid a shot. Wow. And she brought me in and I booked two episodes on Girlfriends. I had nothing on my resume that said that I would be able to do that. 
And then the next month was pilot season where all the new shows are picked up. And I, my first pilot season, I got The Big House with Kevin Hart. With Kevin Hart. Yeah. That's, and Faze on Love. Yeah. That is so crazy. It's crazy. I'm just saying, it's, it feels to me, it, it, when God decides, then it's, gro- it's, it's dope. Right. Like, if you, you can push and force all you want, but if God doesn't say, I got this for you too, it's never going to happen. Because I never thought that I would have a career as an actor. Never. How Never. crazy is that for you to have been with Kevin Hart? Like, because that was probably his he first. He was so. It was the first thing he had done. That I, I don't even think he had done Soul Man yet. This was his first thing. So seeing that to where Kevin Hart is now, now and he has not changed. Same, same dude. Same. That is so same dope. Dude. Um, and he, he, what I can say about Kevin back then, he was like maybe 25 then, 23, 25. He always knew where he was going. Like he's someone that knew 100%, I'm going to put this work in and I'm going to make it. I remember when we were starting out, we were making whatever we were making. I know he's making more than me because he was also a writer on the show. But Kevin had a 401k at like 23. Right. Mm. He was like, yeah, whatever I make, I take this 10,000, whatever the amount was. Aside. And I put this aside. And I was like, what? Right. Who does you know, that? Like, who do, I, don't, I don't even have an IRA now. Right. Like, <laughs> and I need it. I'm close to retirement age. I don't have nothing. But he literally, he knew. Like, he's he's he really good with it. Yeah, he's good with business. And, you know, and then Faze on Love was on that show and Keith David. And so I got to learn, really, from the Keith best. Keith David was on that Keith show? Keith David played my daddy. Keith David ain't no punk. He ain't no punk. Shout out Keith David. He's dope. AM Cafe Morning Show. Yvette Nicole Brown is in the building. We're talking about just her journey. And uh, how many people can say they work with Kevin Hart from, like, the inception thing? No. Ain't no punk. Q Nice. What up? Let's break it up. Give me a little music. AM Cafe Morning Show's in the building. Yvette is right with us. Let's go. Your morning started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show.
the next contested words I manifest the skills on a real to real high a fire drill I throw rhymes, no need for bolos, I'm bodyguarded After the first verse, take a back the parts are smooth For off the melt to bust your edge on mic to mic I do the fair when I dare one It's so another bad creation with a brain I'm taking both the men and women on a soul train To a funky town, now souls are profound If rap's a matter, I got the direction to Motown So, bell, big, devote, here we go Shall we listen closely, peace and I'm out Listen closely as I kick up rap More in the show. Uh, mean event. Nicole Brown over here catching up. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost caught us. Dude, <laughs> dude, we were catching up for real. <laughs> Jesus. AM Cafe Morning Show. Event Nicole Brown is with us. So we're yeah, talking yeah. about her journey. So, event, let's go. Let's fast forward. So, you do Big House with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. And uh, that lasted probably like two days. Yeah, it's about, about two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. We got a, we got a good six episodes. You can get you can watch the whole series in an hour and a half. <laughs> the entire with commentary. Wowzer! It is on a DVD too. They, there's it's for sale. The they did not put that on DVD. The they did not put them six. Then I would like that's to go on to beta. Amazon. That's on no, beta. No, it's on DVD. Laser. We go support. That's on laser. We go support. Y'all we don't pick it up. Am, y'all go to Amazon I'm, and get that uh, big house I'm, I'm DVD. Not I'm it's not dope. You better see, Chris. Hey, I'm not buying it. All right, don't. So, (laughs) I'll give you one. I have a few. How did you feel when it was canceled? Did you think like this is like I'm on a, uh, I'm on a. A sitcom It was on ABC A big yeah, network How did you I feel I thought we were gonna do More than that I just remember The night before we got cancelled I had just gone Faison and I had gone To a Honda dealership Near where we shot Cause I needed a car Right Cause I was driving A, a Ford A turquoise Ford Escort Station wagon <laughs> That was my ride. It was dented. Wow. And let me what, tell you why. From I was Cleveland? Dri- no, was no, no. I, I bought it here as one of the cars, the first car I bought here, but it was used when I got it. Right. But the reason I was driving it is I always was very practical. And I'm like, if something goes wrong, I can live in it. Right. So every car, I'm not joking. Y'all better understand. Smart. Every car I had Smart, for yeah. like the first 10 years had of being a lot of room. had a lot of room. Just in case. Yeah. So I, you know, it was the check engine light was always on. It was bad. And so FaceTime <laughs> was like, look. You got you, you well, on ABC, you TV, right. So we went to we went to the Honda dealership and I bought a Honda CRV, this first new car I ever bought. And I went to work the next day, still had the red bow on the on the hood. <laughs> and I came in with my keys. I was so excited. And, and I was like, hey like, guys, y'all should come. They were like, yeah, but we just want to talk to you for a second in the living room. Oh, <laughs> in the living room. I'm talking about the day after I bought my car, we were canceled. Wow. The day. The day after. Dang. So that was my first introduction to how gangster the, the entertainment industry is. <laughs> right. And I it, but I learned though, because my thing was you know, and the car was affordable. I hadn't messed up. But right. the whole thing was you you always have to live below your means. That's right. what I You're learned. Right. You're right. And um I always like now it's almost like Pavlovian. When I get to like the sixth episode of anything, I start shaking. <laughs> I pack up my dressing room. I'm like, well, it was a good run. <laughs> so, you know, but you learn. Like you learn to just not take everything, don't hold everything so tight. So after up. that, what happens? You just going back hustling, I went doing back doing auditions. Commercials right. And uh I think after that I started doing Drake and Josh. I did a few years of Drake and Josh. Okay. And then after that came community and then I couple so it's just been so now community yeah 
community, it started out so cool, and yeah. then the crap got weird. Well, it's all it's look. It's in the How eye did of the beholder. Feel, uh, first, being yeah. able to work with Chevy Chase, mm-hmm. I, that had mm-hmm. to been awesome. It was a dope experience. The entire experience. Everybody on that show. And Donald Glover is come on. He man. was dope. Right. What's Y'all my, watch Atlanta. Watch what's Atlanta. My, what's my man's name? Uh, Joe McHale. Yes, 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 he came from a, was he on Talk, Talk Soup? Talk Soup or The Talk, Soup? It was just the, the Soup. soup. He was soup. hilarious. Yes, so yes. the cat, the cast was really dope. Yeah. And the first couple seasons, I was invested, and then it kind of got like little mystic. Like it kind of got weird. Yeah, yeah, but you know what though? There's and some... I would text event like, "Yo, like, come on, dog." You what? What I do for you when around that time? though? what I do for you? Uh, we gonna talk about that after. Okay. We know you looked out. I Uh-oh. looked out. No, for you. you looked out. I'm saying you calling the show weird yeah, now, no. but at the time, but it's like you back. Can I? But at that <laughs> time, when I asked for the favor, we was jamming on the one. We okay. was good. Okay. Did okay. you say jamming on the one? Yes, you know, I keep it all jamming on the one. Come on, man. We, talk, we talking Cicely Tyson and the Fitch SA Pittsburgh. Malcolm you did it. He's going to be so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to text him right now and tell him. I'm doing this radio show at 6 o'clock. I can't text that boy at 6 o'clock anymore. It's late. So, community was what, four or five years? I did five years. They did six. Okay, so are you residuals? You still are you getting residuals? Yeah, we, from that? we were syndicated. So you were we syndicated. Did, yeah, that was my first taste of what of that money. But it, listen, and it goes down. I know yeah, every it goes every down. it goes every, down. But it's, what I learned about syndication is I'm trying to get some network syndication. Right. Like, this was this was like cable. Like we're on at like three a.m. on KDOC. Right. <laughs> like, I'm trying to on get K-Doc, that. On KDOC. Like, I'm trying to get that seven p.m. Fox eleven. Get that real money. Yeah, yeah. man. I want to be like right at that yes, married with next, children. I'm gonna be money. behind like a Friends episode right, right before Seinfeld. Right, like that's right, the that's right. the real money. So I'm trying to see that see what that's like before I leave this earth. So. The Odd Couple. And wait, Hot, no shade to KDOC. Thank you for airing us. Okay, but go. Yeah, <laughs> and and of course you got such a great name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. So, really. Um. So the Odd Couple. Odd couple mm-hmm. How does that? Because that's. I mean, first of all, the Odd Couple. If you know anything about TV history, mm-hmm. legendary Tony Randall. Come on. And what's my name? Was it Jack? Cl- no. Clarkman. Yeah. Jack Clarkman. Mm-hmm. Right. So, how does it feel to be part of such TV history? It's amazing. Like, the best thing about and it. And then being a sister on top of that, Dude, too. Sister on CBS. Hello. Because I know, hey. I know there was no black people on, on the odd couple. I mean, they, unless they unless, were serving. Unless they were serving. Serving. <laughs> they were serving somebody. Yeah, what you uh, want, Melissa? <laughs> Between uh, takes. I don't think oh, they took it that far back. I don't, the 70s. I mean, we had risen a little bit. We had overcome something. Did we, a couple? I mean, who yeah. did we have then? Oh, we, we had, had the Jeffersons. We had Jeffersons. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we had Robert Guillaume. Shout out, Benson. We had Robert Guillaume. I always shout him out. Yeah, I you know it was great for me because Gary Marshall may rest in peace who right. created mm. the original like Neil it's a Neil Simon play that became a Neil Simon movie which became a television show created by um, Gary Marshall um, he was our executive consultant the first two years of the show before he passed away so for wow. me it was working with Happy Legend. Days Laverne right. and Shirley right, Pretty right, Woman right. it was my childhood walking so that for me was the biggest blessing of it you know right yeah so season what three? Is we're now? on season three now season three now mm-hmm. how how is it doing. It's doing great. Doing we, great. Uh, we're finally on in the fall because that's why I'm plugging Mondays at 9.30 on CBS because we were mid-season for the first two years. Ooh. So we never got to have the experience of, you know, being in the fall and like, watch us this fall. Right, like, so we right. finally have that experience in season three, which is really rare to go from mid-season to make it What's the, the lead-in to you guys? Uh, our lead-in is Two Broke Girls. Um, but oh, we- you know what? I watched those two broads on our... <laughs> Oh, on Channel 9 out of here in LA. They're, they're kind of 
Chicago. Yeah, funny. see you watching it. Yeah. See, yeah, Channel Nine about seven o'clock. Nestle behind the friends before Seinfeld. I never Tell knew you. about it, but for some reason, because I'm into like a lot of the Judge shows, so yeah. I watch Channel Nine a lot. And then here comes these two white girls, and it, that show is very provocative, yeah, yes. like the writing. Yes. yes. And I was like, yo, they're kind of funny, and I never knew about yeah. this show. Yeah, and they're in their like fifth, sixth season at least. It's got to be six. So seasons. how does that work to be syndicated, but mm-hmm. then still have? It blesses no. it blesses them because uh, Big Bang Theory became a huge huge hit mm-hmm. when they became syndicated. Like people loved it when it was just before it was syndicated, but once people could watch it every single night right. in a row, right? You know, every night at seven or whatever, it, it made the new season just explode, right? And that's right. when they became like the biggest thing on TV. So, what about movies like big screen? Mm. You know what? Again, going, going back to the the music thing, I don't know if movies want me. I want movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want them bad. Don't forget what you're chasing that. Do saying I'm very clear. Te- television loves me. Right, right. The, uh, movies, I don't know. Um, I just saw the trailer for Hidden Figures, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like that's the kind of movie that I would love to do. Have you mm. auditioned for a lot of movies? I don't get a lot of auditions for movies either. Like I just, it, it's a whole different set of so casting directors. Work? So how does that work? I mean, you have to have an agent that can actually get you in. Like it's it's all about the agent thing. You know, and it's different levels. Like you, you'll you'll reach the top of the level for television, which I'm I'm there. I'm a series regular on a network show, right? Um, but then you still have to climb when you like. If I'm on a, if I'm on a uh, a network show, there's a certain type of trailer or dressing room I get. There's a certain amount of money I get. Mm, right. I get a parking space, all of that. If I do a movie on hiatus, sh- I'm in a folding chair <laughs> under a tree. Like it does not translate. Like you, your your whatever your recognition and one does not translate. Does not translate. Yeah. So it's yeah. And do casting directors for films, do they look at TV folks a little different? Or I don't think that's or, the case because I'm looking, thinking of Taraji who bounces between both. She's in um, in Hidden Figures with Octavia Spencer and Janelle Monae. I'm just plugging everything. Right. I'm not even in that film. I got nothing to do with that film. Right, but but um, we always plug yeah, Janelle Monae. Yeah, love. It's just, it's just going to be a great film. And all of the women that they're depicting are AKAs, which is my sorority. So, right. so what's up? I'm a so um, I'm I'm very proud of it, but um, Taraji is able to move between move the two. Octavia two. moves between the two of them, so right. It just depends. Like it's just it either wants you or it doesn't. So I'm hoping that it, it gets to know me and wants me later. But right now, <laughs> right, right now they it ain't got no holla. It don't let them hoes right now. So, but event, so smooth day. Wait, we're gonna get into a song because yeah. I want to get into this whole new edition movie, and oh, which Woo! brings the Full whole circle. journey Full of Michael Bivens. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That, that is, is crazy. crazy. So you know, let's break let's break this crap up with a song. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Yvette Nicole Brown is in the damn building. Q nice. Give me something, dog. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Don't go nowhere. Get your morning started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show.
Yeah. I'm telling you, these brakes, y'all, y'all can just be these stuff that's going down in these brakes. Hey, go down down I'm the glad brakes. it was a short one because I don't know if I wanted to hear the rest of the story. Smoke dick, you didn't have my mic up, did you? No, and not. Because I don't wait. <laughs> told the stuff he just told me. It goes down. It goes in the down in the dams over here. <laughs> <laughs> I Jeez, literally man. just told Yvette something. She looked at me like, boy, if you don't stop. <laughs> she I need to, I'm, when we done, I'm going to get the rest of that story, though. Don't even forget where you were. AM Cafe Morning Show. Yvette Nicole Brown's in the building talking about her journey. So now, Yvette. Hey. Yes. You are... Okay, you first want to audition and, and for a new audition. You end up getting signed to Michael Bivens. He ends up managing you. You end up working for Michael Bivens at Biv 10 Records. You go on to have this really cool career on TV. Then this new edition movie which they have been trying to get off the ground for at least mm-hmm. at least 10 years at yeah, least. At least. So they, it finally gets to a point to where now they're in production, they're mm-hmm. casting, mm-hmm. And, and folks are hearing about it. BET is really excited. And dude, next thing I, I look, an event is a cast member. You're playing <laughs> Michael Beaver's mama. Mother, How does that happen? Mother, full circle. And does, and Mike had nothing to Mike do with it. Mike had nothing you. to do with it. I thought I thought he did. <laughs> Like, right. I'm like, this because it's too crazy for right. him not to have been involved. But when I got on set, and I was like, thanks, man, for... He's, he's like, like, I, I didn't, didn't do nothing. He's like, I didn't help you. He was like, you got this. You won this. Yo, you did this you on your yo, yo, you did your thing. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was amazing. And I remember when after I auditioned, um, Robbie... So, how did you get the call? Who, was it Robbie Reed? Yes, it was Robbie once Reed. Again. Once again, blessing me. Um, right. She brought me in for... But I had to audition. It wasn't an offer. Right, I had to right, audition. And, and, right. and from what I know, every woman of a certain age in Hollywood auditioned for these roles. Because really? we're all fans of New Edition. You right. want Grew up in that era. Oh my god! Yeah, so I auditioned, and I didn't think it was a good audition. I was—I felt really bad. It was such a bad audition. I felt that I text Robbie and apologize because I thought I had stunk up the room. Wow! And then maybe what? What what did you think? From your opinion, what did you think? Well, I got first. I got taken. I had the wrong address, so I, I was in like. Century City, but they were actually doing the auditions in Paramount, and it was the day in LA that just rained. It was like a torrential rain, like Noah coming back rain. Right. And I had to drive, so I was already like discombobulated. Yeah, I was off. off. And then we had to wait. I waited like an hour because again, everybody wanted to audition for it. And I would happily waited, but right. by the time you get in, you're just kind of like, oh. Just... Were you there seeing other people that? Oh you yeah, knew? I saw women that I res- work, I respect that are mm. beast as actresses, really? and they were. We were all going in for all different types, all the different roles, and um, I sent an uh, email. I mean, a text telling Robbie, I'm sorry. Like I don't, I don't think I did my best, but I was just happy that I had the opportunity because right. it's you know I'm a new edition fan. And then it took like a month for them to cast. And I remember they announced all the guys playing young new edition and older new edition. Right. And I was like, well, film starting and I didn't get a call. <laughs> and then maybe that next week I got a call saying that they wanted me to play Michael's mom. And I that just was like... I, I know you were bugging. Right. I was like this... I cried. Like I was so happy I cried because one, I'm a fan and to be trusted to bring his mom who without her having him, right. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Right, right, I'd be in right. Cleveland That's somewhere, right? Which, so you know, so Ill. I respect Shirley Bivens at a level that I can't even... So what did you do as far as research for that role? Did you vibe with her or do you, you, you already knew her? I knew the whole story and I have I, I talked to her on the phone a couple times because maybe she called when I was working with him but right. I'd never met her. Right. So I talked to her on the phone. Like before we started shooting, I talked to her on the phone. Michael gave me her number and I called her and... 
talked to her and just was like, you know, where were you? I talked about the script. Like, where were you at this moment? And what? And she's the chillest, coolest lady right. ever. And she and Mike share a laugh. They have the same laugh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> same right. laugh. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that's, you know. And that, one more thing before uh, once I got cast as Shirley, maybe a couple days later, I got a call saying we actually would like you to play Ricky's mom. Mm-hmm. And I said, I can't. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't understand. Like the connection, the, the connection I have to, do I have to be Shirley Bivens. And right. I have never fought for a role like, like that. that. I've never said mm-hmm. if I need to talk to the director, please let him. I'll call him. I just need you to understand. I am Shirley Bivens. Like right. I have to be Shirley Bivens. And that was them not even knowing the whole story. story. You know, so they they felt my passion. Let me do it. Then when they found the story, they were yeah. like, we'd have been crazy. To right, take you away from right. being Shirley Bivens. So. so, Mike doesn't realize that you're playing his mom until you get on set. Or no, you think I mean he, he knew he, he got the cast knew. list cast, after, right. but he wasn't in on who he wasn't in on the casting. Like Giddy so Vet, it so wasn't how, like Giddy Vet. Right. So, how was that the first day on set when you're actually seeing him? It was so dope. The best thing I saw on set in regards to the mom is um, Ralph's mom has passed on. Right. And Monica Calhoun plays his mom. Shout out, and, Monica. I'm trying uh, to get on the show. Talk to her the other I, day. Okay. She, yeah, she loves you. Yeah. So there was... Um, <laughs> As she should. <laughs> There was an image, and I wish I would have got a picture of it, but uh, Monica was in a scene and she was waiting to start acting and Ralph took out his camera phone and took a picture of her on the monitor. And that said to me, she's nailing it. Right, right. Like he's seeing his mother mother, in this. And I was like, this picture, this movie is going to be so dope for that reason because some of the moms have passed on. And we're we're entrusted with telling the story of how these women mothered these men who became this great super group. So it's just, it's going to be dope. Six hours, you guys. BET, January 2017. Yo, let me tell you, I'm beyond a new edition fan. Like and you and me, dude. I was in college and had new edition dude, on my wall. So dude. I understand it because being able to work with Michael and yeah. work with the guys and being so as close as I am to new edition now, yeah. it's so sometimes you, when you, you're like, yo, this is so crazy. It's like, crazy. How, did, how, did how did this, this happen? happen? How did this happen? So, uh, I, I'm so excited and I can't wait to see this project. At first, I thought BET, I thought that network was a mistake for, no, I didn't think it was the right. they put respect on it. They but put respect on it. After seeing what's going on, and, and I admire Chris Robinson and, yeah. and all that, so I'm Jesse so excited Collins to see this. Shout out to Jesse. Williams, so, Yvette, when is it coming? Do it's January 2017. We don't know the date yet, but it's going to be three in nights January. in January. We're hoping it's, I'm hoping it's Martin Luther King weekend, because that's oh, cool. Set it off. Set it off. Three days? Anybody got no work? The Martin Luther the King weekend? Come on now. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Thank you so much, Yvette. Thanks for having me. You got to come back i know it's early it and i know early, it took man. us three years to something. make this happen we did. three months <laughs> oh Stop my it. bad three months thank you so much you bet i'm extremely extremely from the bottom of my heart extremely proud of you because thank i've you. seen you when you weren't doing when i didn't see you on tv and mm. you i don't know she hasn't cha- have you changed i haven't changed no, she hasn't changed okay i'm great. from cleveland cleveland people what don't kind change. of car you got That's now right. though well, you got a station wagon in the back it what is you got it now? is it's a it's a it's a it's SUV. <laughs> I can sleep I, in it. But it, might be a BM, it might be a BMW or something like that. Change those initials there. Boy, I, I, know, know. I ain't mad that you keep that money coming. <laughs> hey, we got me on the show. Thank you so much, Yvette. We'll see Thank you guys. You. Uh, Thanks, guys. Next week. Wait, wait, what is today? Oh, we'll see you Friday. It's too early to know. All right, so AM Cafe Morning Show. Before we got out of here, Smooth D, DJ Q, nice. Yeah, yeah. In your mail. In your mouth. Thanks, man. Thank you. Get your morning started the right way with the AM Cafe Morning Show.